Hey guys, Adam here, recording the intro at the 11th hour because Colin got called into work, so I have nothing prepared. Can't blame a guy for wanting to make money though, right? Speaking of which, terrible segue, have you heard about our Patreon? Right now you can get early access to the episodes, and on our highest tier you can even submit fumbles. Tess has so many attacks, why not throw in one that involves punching? No, I'm not singling anyone out, but our top tier costs less than the pint I had at lunch today. Curse our province in having such great craft beer. Or maybe you're listening to this in the future. At that point, we may have the $100 tier, where if you subscribe for three months, Colin will get your name tattooed on his back. You can even pick the font. Okay, time to say farewell to this intro. But let's hope we don't take forever leaving, like our heroes are about to in episode 56 of What the Fumble, Nova Scotian Goodbye. Listen, I saw you putting up your hands for room tone, and you showed five, and it just got me really excited, because we're five. We're level five! On episode 55. Uh, actually? Yeah, we leveled I, uh, up at the end of 55. Huh. That's that's yeah. serendipity. Hooray. That's it. So that means in 11 episodes, we'll get to level six? <laughs> oh, we won't last that don't, long. Don't push your luck. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? No, next episode. We've we've just been like slingshotted back. We've been pulling back through the bottleborn mine. We're just going to level up once every episode. It's like That'd Oblivion, where you don't level up until you go to sleep, and then you've got so much experience. Oh, I was so. hoping it was more like Morrowind, where if I just jump a lot, I'll get my athletics up. That's <laughs> hey, how Justin, we're be can you can you tell what we've been thinking about all week? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, was oh sorry, I didn't realize uh, we had started. I'm over here adjusting CR levels. Making everything harder. <laughs> Deleting everything under eight. Were you, did you guys get going? Are we recording? Yeah. Are we doing the thing? I think so. Oh, man. I was replacing all these goblins with ancient red dragons. <laughs> Finally. You could have just said hobgoblin, dude. Like, <laughs> Are, Fuck it. I just, why? Are these ancient red dragons also hanging out in buckets of beer and piss? No, they can't fit in buckets, man. They're ancient red dragons. Well, you could polymorph into it. It could be yeah. a big bucket. Was Tony Rigoletto be... secretly a dragon? <laughs> I don't think. No, I guess, yeah. Given what was splattered I... along that room, no. You know what? Justin could have given Sobe the stat block, said this is a goblin, and <laughs> we would have been none the wiser. That's essentially what happened. I don't remember exactly what numbers I wrote on that sheet, but that is more or less what happened. <laughs> <laughs> True enough, Tony Rigoletto. The legend will never die. The legend will never die. The goblin will. <laughs> Level 5, episode 55, 5, 5, 5, 5, no, is this episode 55? We're this on is, 56. Yeah. We're on 56. Mm-hmm. The hell were you guys talking about earlier? I don't know, I was lied to. We leveled up at the end of 55. Oh. oh yeah. That makes sense. Same. Okay. I mean, he was changing crs i don't know what your problem was yeah i have an excuse miles listen he's the one that brought up the episode number he said swifty whatever five. 55 yeah exactly 56 56 56 now 56 boys right. episode five six seems like everyone's pretty excited about this level up mm. i'm looking forward to crushing dreams and destroying hopes it's gonna be a good night a good good night <laughs> Colin Jigeta, tell me about a level five Tess. Multi attack? Yeah, I can attack so many times now. Mm-mm-mm. I I can punch harder. That's great. Uh my hands of healing do more. My well not the it's my monk die went up and all of my stuff is based on that. Sure. But I am a monk who has stunning strike. Oh game changer. Game changer. Oh, stunning an enemy mid-combat is something that really pisses me off. <laughs> really, really pisses me off. 
That's fair. Looking super forward to that. That's going to be fun. Miles slash slash. What do you got? You've got Bardic Inspo on recharges on short rest. Is that yes, right? Yes, that is right. Bardic Ooh, Inspo baby. back on a short rest. And my Bardic Inspo dice went to a D8 Whoa. up from a D6. My Whoa. God. Um, got that sexy new level three spell. Oh, Jesus. Oh, wow. Bard really blows up at uh, level three. Do Bards get multi-attack? Uh, Bards do not get multi-attack. I get a level three spell slot instead, um, which I frankly will ab- use and abuse to the best of my abilities. Neat. Neat. Yep. Mm-hmm. Looster, you don't have long to live, but what's this level five uh, <laughs> look like? Uh, access to level two spell slots and multi-attack. So that's basically what it comes down level to. Level two. Oh, right. Ranger. Ranger yeah. things. Hi- hybrid caster. Right. Yeah. Little half caster going mm-hmm. on. Yep. So that's what I got. That's neat. Mm-hmm. Multi-attack, you said? Yeah, I got multi-attack. Oh, boy. So much multi-attack mm-hmm. is going to be happening. Lots more dice rolls in the future. Oh. Double railgun. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Walla, well, it only works for one per turn, but still. I mean, sharpshooters yeah. still yeah, shooting yeah. buses, let's be honest. <laughs> it uh, While we're kind of uh, talking about the levels up, the level ups and all that stuff, I guess it's a good time to say, like, you know, mechanically, uh, we are going to get through the long rest. Uh, so you can go ahead and, you know, make the changes to your character sheet now, bad news for Slash, strength and con that you lost from mining, doesn't come back. Oh. Still, still uh, exhausted from that, essentially. Not actual exhaustion rules, but yeah, yeah, yeah. very fatigued from your mining experiences. Uh, maybe even... It always, I know for myself, if I push myself too hard, it's the next day that really fucking hurts, really. Yeah. So, yeah. You wake up after the eight hours, and uh, you're a pretty stiff slash over there. Lustra, mm-hmm. what's your strength? 13. 12? Oh, boy. That's what I heard him say. <laughs> yeah, really? I heard 12. This universe sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Bottle breaker? More like ball breaker. My God. <laughs> Does that adjust the modifier, or is uh, that a no. skip? You Just tomorrow it'll adjust yeah, the modifier. Yeah, tomorrow it'll adjust the modifier, yeah. Well, you look like shit, Lustra. Hey, you never know. He could go for an early morning fool's gold mine. Get it down to 11. It'll yeah, be fine. Yeah, absolutely. Lenara, level 5... Uh, Unfortunately, same as Slash, no strength and con coming back to you. Oh, good. But what's level five look like? Just more numbers. I don't get any cool class features. You get spells, don't you? I get spells. Level three spells. Level open three up. spells. Yeah. What, sure. what level three spells do sorcerers get? <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, wonder. Yeah, just downplay <laughs> this. Sorcerers sure. with also access to the cleric ten, uh, spells as well. Yeah. Oh my god, that's right. Yeah. Dude, don't ask me. Don't talk to me like you weren't asking for my dexterity saving throw bonus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I have a feeling that I know what one of the spells you chose. Yeah, was. that's fair. I think it, you, if you're an arcane caster, you you need to take it. Yeah, you need to yeah. take remove curse. Totally. Yep. <laughs> oh, great. Kind of brings it back to what we were talking about before hitting record on the mics. Uh, yeah, I have no idea what spells you did take, but we definitely talked about the fact that you did not take remove curse. Mostly David talked about that. Fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Once or twice. It was discussed. Yep. I'm, what's uh, what's the logic there? Why no, why no remove curse? Is there... I feel like Adam's swerving us, and he's like, oh, no, I totally didn't take it. And then just, like, surprise random bullshit, like, two episodes from now. Uh, Lenara and also Adam. Adam, for sure, but Lenara would also know what greater restoration's capable of, and we're gathering the equipment for that, knowing that uh, Lucia relies more on uh, dex and strength, and, like, she she does tries to do the primary amount of healing but it's it's all a trade-off in i'm not gonna say whenever i start trying to do damage if i take down an enemy that one spell slot probably equates to multiple cure wounds so it's all a resource game and right now we have one definite curse that's not crippling lustrous main thing Maybe another curse, uh, according to uh, Mr. Bottleborn on this bone saw. We're not sure yet. High likelihood. 
It's not cursed, okay? I'm fine. You're fucked, elf. <laughs> so, so I would be giving up one of my very limited uh, known spells for something used once, maybe twice, depending on what we come across. There's probably going to be more cursed things. And it might be something I eventually take, but only having, I think, six known spells besides the ones I've picked up. Oh, God, you only know six? Yeah, there's yeah, not that's a, a sorcerer thing, yeah. Jeez. Well, nice thing is that for metamagic. Every, uh, every time we level up, you can kind of like switch one out, though, right? Sorcerer can do that, right? I can, sure. indeed. So there's always that, if it doesn't work out. Yeah, I almost know as many spells as you do. I'm not a caster. Uh, sorry, that's cantrips known. Uh, but enough spells known. Six at level five. Woof. Plus my bonus ones for my feet and class thing. Right, yeah. Definitely a few extra tricks up your sleeve, more than just the five spells, but yeah. Or six, sorry. Do the gods love you more, or is that just like it starts at level one it, and it's the same? It's the same amount of love. They, okay. they don't get any better or worse. 2d4 is still kind of insane. Yeah, it's 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 god alimony is what it is. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. Everyone got getting some pretty cool stuff. Level 5 is definitely I mean it's a big level mechanically. Once multi attack shows up like things really start to change in oh, my yeah. opinion. It's this is the level where things really start to shift towards the players, but there's also twice as many chances for fumbles. That's very very true you beat me to my next point sorry here come the fumbles boys oh, man. i can attack four times per round oh my god <laughs> you are fucked you're so screwed colin <laughs> that's oh. the curse that's the curse that i got just oh. more attacks amazing it's amazing <laughs> oh, oh that's fantastic uh well yeah you guys wake up the next morning after a uh I mean, we can kind of go back. I'm curious to know if you guys talked or did anything throughout the night, but mechanically you are going to get through this eight-hour rest, so go ahead and, and do your character sheet stuff. Sounds like it's going to be some good times ahead, though. I'm looking very much forward to the next big old fight we do with you guys having all your extra abilities, and if uh, Looster dies before then, we know who to blame. <laughs> <laughs> I would the Bottleborns. <laughs> Come back. <laughs> Just glad to know the sword goes back to where it was. Yeah, it's That's convenient. pretty cool. Very convenient. Yeah, Lucifer's going to wake up and be like, Bottleborn, Bottle Breaker didn't get me this time. <laughs> it did, though, when you wake up. I mean, it definitely drained another strength. Wait a minute, you're a ranger, and if it always ends up back in your bag, you can just keep yeeting that sword at enemies, and it'll just come back to you. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a ranged blade weapon of returning. Now. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, but if you're throwing a ranged weapon, it still requires strength. Oh, true. Yeah, unless it has the finesse thing, which I don't think a longsword does. But is bottle breaker that special? <laughs> I feel like it's not designed to let you uh, yeah. do stuff. Of course, the dwarven rapier. <laughs> <laughs> it's just an axe, <laughs> but a thin axe. <laughs> you can always try throwing. Bottle breaker in the middle of combat. I have a feeling it's going to wait till an inconvenient time to show back up in the bags. Maybe not yep. before your next turn. <laughs> it's going to yeah. be, uh, anyway. Lucius just like, haha, you think I'm disarmed, but just wait. Holds up his hand. Awkward crickets. Bagman hops out. You dropped this. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Slash would suggest selling it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that's dirty. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's actually really good. That's genius. <laughs> that is pretty genius. <laughs> Three gold pieces at a time. Oh, no. It's, it's enchanted. It's magic. Well, there you guys were in this very odd room. You guys found out all kinds of stuff last week. You got some theories from the Bottleborn Dwarves as to kind of what they suspect might be going on here in Dark Honor. At the very least, they shared the rumors they've heard with you. Do you guys do anything, though, throughout the night? I, I hate to fast-forward you uh, to the morning if you kind of wanted to ask Delalgrim Bottleborn anything else before going to bed or if you just want to talk amongst yourselves. I just want to fast-forward for the sake of getting your character sheets ready to go. Um, Salash wouldn't ask any questions, but he absolutely would take the time to sketch 
the um uh, the cube and the and write down as many of the runes as he could. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Very absolutely. Cool. You do that without rolling anything. You do that successfully. Nice, but I, I wouldn't mind just checking in with all of us because it's it's been a time. Um, it has been a time. We've also been in this mine for. I mean, in game, it's been days, right? We've been here like, what, like three, four days, something like that. Still quite a while, even in game. But yeah, yeah, that's that's true. Uh, but out of game, like. Yes, we've been uh, here all summer. We've been here all summer. Yeah. yeah. It certainly felt like a warm and damp place. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Oof. Yeah, we're visibly older. <laughs> no doubt. So maybe, yeah, maybe it is a good time to check in. What's Tess thinking? Well, there's something that I've been just like that's been rolling around in my brain for months and months and months, but it's never been a, a point where we've ever felt safe. Uh, but... Tess sort of wants to gather everyone together and say, so last night was uh, was a little rough. A lot of words were said um, in passion, and I'm sorry for lashing out if, uh, if that offended anyone, but it's, I've just felt so powerless here. From the, from the very beginning, I mean, we were... At the mercy of the sea, then the vampires, then the mists, then this cult, the Rex Crown, and now the, the the dwarves and the mists again. But I still can't wrap my head around why all of this has started in the first place. I mean, I can understand why the mists would call Van Richten back. Your Lustra, your father mentioned that he had no real connection to the material plane in, to begin with, so maybe it was his time to be drawn back and something went wrong. But none of us have ever been here. Why would they have been drawn here in the first place? I just... I've been trying to figure it out. What purpose would the mists that apparently can think for themselves, why would they bring us and drop us in the middle of an ocean, in the middle of a storm? But somehow, right next to your mentor, Lenara. Hmm. Perhaps residual tendrils of magic, lingering effects of the ones close to us that have walked the mist. I mean, Merlin was dragged out. Simon came back to you. Lustra's dad and mom. Well, you know, how dragonborns are born. And, uh, yeah. No, do tell. <laughs> I flipped yes, it. Yes, please tell me. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I, I, you know what? I'll leave your notes with Rena Lustra, and the girls will have their talk. Uh, and, <laughs> but, and yeah, I, I found, uh, Van Richten, or he found me, or whatever found me first and awakened these powers in me has some connection to this uh i still i'm curious what drags Salash in, and hopefully he's curious as well yes i would say that i'm quite curious myself i feel like it was originally intended to go to Waterdeep to better study and learn how humans and elves and other races of of faerun and the world at large worked seems instead we are brought here to the Domains of Dread. Trading one for the other, I'm struggling to see a difference. It seems people are people wherever we go. Well, fantastic, then. The th four of us were connected to the mists, and Salash happened to survive the crashing of the Blue Dolphin. Good job, Salash. You still have those wedding vows anywhere on you, Salash? Salash uh, produces, yes, said wedding vows that he keeps in his breast pocket over his heart. I do. I read them every once in a while to try and find something, some kind of meaning in them. And truthfully, as I've known you, you three, a little bit longer, and as I've come to learn some very harsh lessons, I'm slowly starting to find the value in these, and, and perhaps even finding some kind of understanding. I don't even understand it myself, why I feel this way, but... There's something to these. There's something powerful to these. And I'm determined to find out what. 
And he replaces them. In huh. sickness and in hell. Oh. Maybe <laughs> they went to the fugue plane. <laughs> well, what was it the... Uh, who did we run into on the island um, uh, in between realms on the mists? Uh, Madame Lucenia? Madame Lucenia. Like, I mean, she said that the mists do what they do. They have their own agenda, right? And that she was just channeling the mists. Like, and back home, if there's anything I've learned... The realms have to keep in a particular fashion, and they kind of, they're the vessel at which our fate is given. And it just so happens that we all happen to be in the same container, I guess, as cheesy as it sounds. As to why that is the case, I think that's up to us. We have to find that purpose, and we will find that value in whatever the purpose may be. There's there's an itch in the back of my mind that I can't... I can't get away from back at Splitport. The the humans would come to the Celeste Woods when they were in need of wisdom, of healing, of assistance, and a lot of what they required was salves and poultices that we found throughout the forests. And anyone who came to us sick, we would give them medicine and sent them on their way. I've seen people who were dying be brought back to health. Look around us. She, like, gestures at the the clouds of mists, like, roiling around this, like, invisible wall of energy or whatever the the dwarven cube is creating. I scratched my tarnished scales. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't normal. This isn't right. And... If of uh, if there's anything that we have learned, it's the mists have been around since times immemorial. None, nothing like this has ever happened before. The mists are sick. The mists might be dying, and I don't. It might be. She like glances at Celeste. Incredibly egotistical to say, but we might have just been the jar of medicine that the mists pulled off of the shelf. You know, we're here and we're, ca- and we're changing things. That That's kind of a, uh, a a heartwarming notion, actually, to think of that we're trying to fix the realms around us. It's the fate we've been given, I guess. And if that is our purpose, I feel like we should chase it down as best we can. Like I was telling, you know, Delulgrim, to know our purpose is there's a humongous value in just knowing what that is. Cause not everyone knows what that is. Be able to be given that ourselves and determine that ourselves is a huge portion in, in finding great value in one's life. So, you know, it offers a lot of opportunity. It law offers, you know, there's a particular sacred element to that. And I feel like if we have to fight tooth and nail for it, well, that's kind of what we're here for. I, I guess. I just wish, I wish I knew how to be better medicine. It seems like someone just closed their eyes and picked up their problem and just hoped that we would fix it. You know, you staunch the bleeding before you can heal the wound, I suppose. I guess, I just, it feels strange to feel like we are just a a tool of something greater that it can't do itself. Why, why would we need to be here taking actions when there are great powers at work? I have to disagree entirely. One cannot be powerful and accept words of pity at the same time. If these mists wanted to destroy us, if they had some kind of sentience, as Madame Lysenia seems to think they have, then they would have done so. If they wanted to destroy everything around us, I'm sure they would have if they could, but they can't. They are weak, and just like a body that should be thrown over the side, we too can get rid of this. The only person, the only thing that is going to decide my fate is myself. I am not going to be given a fate. I'm not going to be given a destiny. That is something that is for me, myself, and I. While I can appreciate a purpose granting value to life, that is something I deign, not some other godforsaken mist or cube or what have you. I kind of agree with the I choose my own destiny, but it's like... I love my idioms and such. Uh, if we're we are the gladiator in the arena, 
and we still need the manager and the trainer and the maybe those the myths themselves are the ones who pit us against the other evils gladiators enemies etc and i do this because i choose to not because anybody has demanded it of me you know when it comes to storybooks storybooks often have a very simple idea about them it's either a person versus themselves a person versus nature or a person versus a thing I feel like a destiny or a fate is very much a person versus themselves. Wouldn't you agree? Are you fighting with Galas, Salash? Are you having a little spat? This has nothing to do with Galas. This is a very fundamental crux of part of the reason I left Iwanti culture. The idea that I had something else assigned to me for something that I had no control over. What did you have assigned to you? Slash so, sort of, you know, cocks an eyebrow and sort of tilts his head at, at, at Tess and again gestures broadly to himself. What existence? Like you are you are do you resent being born? Are you a nudist? Is that what you're <laughs> darn these clothes? Slash special number two. Is it the sandals? <laughs> you know, like mostly referring to the fact that because of your appearance, your station in life in the Wanty culture is essentially determined for you. Exactly, yeah. Sorry, I'll get back to... Uh, did you guys know that an ancient <laughs> red dragon has 546 health points? <laughs> wow! It's unrelated. That's like three looster shots. <laughs> That's so much more. CR24. <laughs> That's about right. Slash sort of, you know, makes an uncharacteristic sort of, you know, grimace and showing a bit more emotion on his face than he is normal to do. But at the end, almost smiles. You know, this whole expressing of oneself. It's something I read quite regularly in these vows that Peter wrote, expressing one's feelings for somebody else and how much joy that can bring. I find myself each day understanding it a little bit more. I'm not sure what to think of it or, or what use this has, but clearly it's it's driving me in some way, and I just don't quite understand it as of yet. And I don't understand it in other people. I could certainly manipulate it and change it and whatnot, but that's not something that I think is very empirical. I need something that I can measure. Hmm. So if I could like write down numbers that are equivalent to caring about someone's well-being, you would do that? It would make more sense to me. Does anyone have any parchment? <laughs> I'm gonna write down five. <laughs> Just five. Lenaro, I'll give you some parchment. <laughs> Just scribble down five. Smiley face. Here you are. You're not gonna slap me, are you? Uh, well, I mean, that remains to be seen. He gingerly takes the All right. What's your AC now? (laughs) (laughs) But you've referred to yourself as a vessel? As a... uh, Coloss called you a husk? Is that just like you gesticulating, like waxing philosophical like you always do? Or do you actually think that you're not in... Do you just dislike your body or are you in the wrong one? These are questions I still haven't figured out for myself. However, if I were to ask you who Tess is, you're not going to say two feet in a heartbeat. You're certainly going to discuss something a bit more ethereal. You're going to discuss things like what you think is important, what things make you happy, what things make you sad. And these are more fundamentally Tess than, you know, gestures broadly at you. Well, what things make you sad, Salash? I am uncomfortable with this question. (laughs) I just wish Merlin was here so I had somebody I could look to and go, he just sounds like an angsty teen in the city, doesn't he? (laughs) You know what, Salash? You might be understanding humans a little more than you think. Uh, Just not quite the adults yet. I see your intellectual and emotional molting. Heck, you're growing. (laughs) Slash, <laughs> you're gonna have and i know this will be new to you you gotta have faith that you're going in the right direction i guess it would be nice 
Just me? All right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you two, all of us are. I feel like we all are. We're dealing with the hands that have been dealt to us, and we're doing just fine. Oh, I just got that. <laughs> I always preferred the Limp biscuit version of that song myself. <laughs> what? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm more disbelieving that that's a thing. Oh, are you kidding oh, me? Really? What? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Google for another time. Yeah. yeah, speaking of angsty teen stuff. Fred Durst singing Faith. That'll be our next pump-up song. No, there you go. <laughs> oh, good lord. I This is... Let's roll some initiative. I need to work out some feelings. <laughs> so does Slash, apparently. Um, Slash will sort of, you know, grimace and groan and look towards the uh, look towards the exit. But I believe we should all ask Van Richten for direction, since that seems to be the most sensible thing right now. I mean, he probably knows what's going on. And what else are we going to do besides fixing him otherwise? (laughs) Slash rolls his eyes. Yes, I suppose you make a point. Of our choice, don't worry. We could go get a job at the Underjack Incorporated. Ooh, that's fair. They make some good cheese, Mm. I think. It smelled good. I didn't get to try it. Hey, I know Rena runs a really good business, so chances are she's probably going to need the extra bodies. Fair. <sighs> Trying to not to giggle at Rena in business. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny in more ways than you know. <laughs> oh, dear. I think we already know a couple. What, what, what other ones? <laughs> I can think of several. <laughs> Which ones did I miss? <laughs> but we do need to think about like getting some spuma vitae though yeah i guess we head out in the morning mm-hmm. or whatever time we wake up honestly i haven't seen the sun in a while all right how do you tell time in a cave and he looks over at the bottle born oh at me sorry uh <laughs> sorry just a little distracted Greater you know the, Lich. No, the adult red dragon drops to uh, 256 health points. CR 17. Do you think that's a little fair? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> what yeah. CR do you think is okay to throw at you at level five? Hmm. Well, there's four of us times five. I think it's 20. Uh, is that how it oh. works? Oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah, that works. <laughs> Jesus. What, are so, you sending us this chump change adult red dragon? Ugh. Sorry, yeah, I'll add a few more monsters to the encounter. Sorry, what did you ask me, Miles? <laughs> uh, Slash turns to, um, uh, oh, what was his name again? Dolgren. Dolgren. Um, uh, how do you tell time in a cave? I, well, that's a good question, Mr. Snake Boy. I use my Rolex. <laughs> <laughs> diamond encrusted, you know. Diamond watch. <laughs> uh, timepiece makes sense to track time. Hey, <laughs> like everyone, we just look around. All the dwarves are like, there's like glittering on their on their wrists and stuff as they're pointing their crossbows at us. I just assumed it was like an hourglass, but it's just empty kegs. <laughs> these aren't no, these aren't the bottleborns. These are the dwarves of drip. <laughs> I prefer an oversized clock slung around my neck on like a golden chain. There you oh. go, Fred. Well, yeah. before we leave here, though, since we have the moment, one thing we ne- I don't think we've thoroughly discussed yet, and that is, is like, I'm here to find my dad and Rena. We're here to also get Van Richten back. But what about Merlin? Like, I don't want to leave until we find him as well. And I don't think we really landed on a strong opinion of what we're doing. He's, he's He was with us. We, we owe a lot to him, and I feel like it's our duty to find him and bring him back. I feel the same. So maybe some other things that we need to think about when we get back to town is maybe try and figure out a way to figure out where he went. Well, I say we slaughter Rex Crown until someone far enough up the chain comes after us, and then we hold a blade to his throat and... Get them to tell us what we what they know. Are you sure you're a mercy monk? <laughs> Medicine works in many different ways. Sometimes it helps you heal, sometimes it kills an infection. Either way helps. Slash nods and jots down a note. <laughs> <laughs> For what it's worth, I've never liked the Rex Crown either. 
I am liking you more and more, and I feel like this is weird for both of us. Uh, it is a little odd. Do we want I... to go back to insulting each other or something? Yeah, let me just give you this one helpful fact, and then we'll go back to that. Appreciate it. Great. I don't know a lot about them, but I hear the commander in charge is a man named Kane Crowley. I can't say that name with a weird accent. Kane Crowley. <laughs> His name is Kane Crowley. <laughs> I just got Microsoft Sam to sort of, you know, interject <laughs> Kane Crowley. It's built into his Rolex. Like the pro wrestler or the person who killed his brother in the Bible? Uh, C-A-I-N or K-A-N-E? Uh, K-A-N-E. Cross that one out. Thank you. Sorry. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> just the pro wrestler reference went just right over my head. Oh. <laughs> what? I'm you... sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Justin, more Bible than WWE. Got ya. <laughs> uh, the, uh, we'll, we'll fix that sometime. We'll, we'll sit down. We'll, we'll chat about places to put mimics. And then I'll tell you all about wrestling in the early 2000s. Wrestling. He's already got his spandex onesie on. Oh, no. <laughs> I just have it. You know, whatever. Yeah. But I, anyway, I don't sorry. know I don't know a lot of information about the Rex Crown, but that's his name, Kane Crowley. I did okay that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you go. There you go. Has he worked for them for just recent or Couldn't tell you. I do hear he's a dampier, although most of them in the Rex Crown are. It's like half man, half vampire. Do you know if there's any way to keep them dead? I'm <sighs> We don't know much about them, peers, other than that. I'm sure Venderton would know more, though. I he'd be better to ask, but any time I'm unsure, I like to behead and burn the body. Shit. He did step one, not two through fifteen. It would seem <laughs> that throwing liquor at them doesn't work the same, unfortunately. Did we try that? You so, didn't, but yeah, you have no reason to believe that it does. But I don't think you did. I can't remember if you did or not. No. But Lenara's studious little ways have no reason to believe that that is the case. Oh, cerebral dampia, dampire. That would be cool. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll do notes. It'll be fun. <laughs> I'm just getting my next character in for that after that dragon fight. To, to get back on point, when we get back to town and try and sort ourselves out, I feel like it might be worth trying to investigate the Rex Crown and see if we can track down Merlin. I mean, I feel like we need to add that to our list of priorities here. Actually, you raise a good point, Lustra. How long has that Black Tower been in Martira Bay? I'm as long as I know. long as you know. It's not a new structure. It's not something that showed up I recently. Know. No. Hmm. Clearly something nefarious is going on there. The Cargatane live there. <laughs> hey, that's the world on the street. They try to sell the place as a clinic. But everyone knows it's a pile of crap. They tried to say it's a clinic, but it's not. They say you might come back from upstairs, but you won't. Hey, whoever said that? Worlds of wisdom. Hmm. Kareth-fueled genius. I miss Amelia Wigglebrick. <laughs> well, then shall we shove off? I mean... With our gratitude, I think it is one... If if we're having this conversation before we sleep, then I will... Shove off too bad. We'll do that if we're having this conversation after we've slept. Um, we can, uh, yeah, we end a convo, do the sleep thing, and then wake up to do the goodbye thing for the sake of uh, keeping the story in order. But Delalgrim says... I, if anyone deserves thanks, it's the lot of you. You're doing something that not most people in this place are willing to do. Not most people here are willing to take risks like you're taking. The path you're on is a dangerous one. Aye, but the world needs somebody to walk that path, doesn't it? May Moradin's blessings find you in your travels, all of yous. I've had Ingrid prepare a little package for you throughout the night. And he hands you a bottle. He's refilled the bucket and the bottle of wine with more ale, just in case. 
gives you each a wineskin full of ale on top of that. Also gives you a remove curse. (laughs) (laughs) A potion of greater healing. All right, Salash, that goes right in your pocket. (laughs) Two regular potions of healing. Then he hands you guys this silver circlet with a with an opal like right in the center of the circlet. As I wearing this will make you appear as a dwarf for the purpose of detection. Shouldn't oh. get you past all the traps on your way back out. We don't have any need for you to return it to us. Like I said, our fate will be decided in this room one way or another. That's incredibly generous of you. I suppose we don't have much use for this thing either. And he takes uh, from that same box, takes out this piece of cloth that is clearly wrapped around something. As I found this butte about 30 years ago. And hands you a very beautifully carved diamond worth a thousand gold. What? This should help with any of the healing spells Van Richten's in need of. And like I said, the circlet will let you get out of here safely. You can keep it. Who knows, maybe we'll meet again someday. But until then, Moradin's blessings on all of you. Even you, elf. I thank you. And good luck with that curse, Mr. Dragonborn. Get up, neck cracks. Ah, yeah, yeah. It's like a stiff morning for you. Mm-hmm. No go- worries, though. I'm sure you'll make it to a fourth day. No one else has, but who knows? Maybe you will. <laughs> like I said, I'm strong, and I'm going to take the cloth from the circlet, and I'm going to wrap it around my rosary and basically add, try, later add a, add a bead to the rosary in this cloth. Oh, I like it. As remembrance of these fine dwarves who gave us Morden's blessing. Aye, that's the spirit. And Bottle Breaker's curse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, well, th- th- this kink is going to stay in my neck. Is that what I'm hearing? Aye. Yes. <laughs> it's going to be worse tomorrow, too. We we need to fix this. Until you're dead. <laughs> he cursed you with your 40s. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> no! <laughs> But no hard feelings. Not at all. Um, I appreciate your ancestors' work as well. Um, it's kind of badass, really. She's like, just like looks at the bone saw and just like tries to let it reflect any light, but it's just like not. Is I, if Thurgeril Bottleborn chose that weapon to make his last work, then I so be it. I hope it serves you well, Elf. I'll try to show it respect. And I'm sure it will. (laughs) She gets like a small, strange smile on her face. You can't take my other arm with that thing. (laughs) Not yet. You shouldn't say can't, Slash. That sounds like a challenge. (laughs) Take care of yourselves down here. Aye. Lenara gives a deep bow and Mm -hmm. scoots along. As will Slash. Off we go. Despite our battle tactics, winged horrors do not enjoy cuddles. (laughs) She's lying. They're great. (laughs) (laughs) And you folks then make your way out of this strange room that the bottle-born dwarves have holed themselves up in. You leave with Morden's blessings, some potions, this circlet that will let you get back to the beginning unharmed. And a brand new thousand gold diamond, which isn't too shabby either. Use watch and hear them slowly kind of close that massive iron door behind you as the bottleborns hold themselves up in this horrible place and keep their oath, I suppose, their oath to Morden, their oath to their ancestors, their oath to protect. Whatever the hell is in that cube, make sure no one ever opens it. Make sure the shroud and its horrors can't get to it. And yeah, you say goodbye to the bottle-born dwarves. Make your way 
all the way back up. This time the traps don't hurt as much. You make your way back past, uh, well, I guess the blacksmith's room is pretty bare now. The illusion is gone. You've defeated him, but there was the gold. You walk right past that. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> all of it. You walk past all of it. The stairs with the rune, you walk right up them. No issues. The fireball trap, no issues. No issues anywhere. As a matter of fact, you walk past like the the, the bagpipe player, and he rises out of the ground assumes your dwarves and like gives you a crisp military salute and starts playing this bagpipe march. Oh, well, huh? pleasant bagpipes. Yeah. Slash had a silence at the ready, but then just stops and nods. No, yeah, stands at attention and gives you a crisp salute. Test like tries to imitate the, the casting motions that Slash did to make silence and just like, darn it. <laughs> <laughs> Through all the traps, all the way back to the beginning of the Bottleborn Mining Company, past the dead ogre with the uh, dwarf underneath it. <laughs> you've pulled it. There's just, I think we said there was like, you pulled the arm out and then the rest of the body. You walk past that. You walk past, past like the, the giblets that are Yeah, now. absolutely. The remnants of the Roper fight. God. Climb over a dead cave bear. Yeah. You look over, briefly see what you're pretty sure is the remains of a mostly eaten Tony Rigoletto. Uh, It got eaten by the cave bear at some point. His corpse did. Nice. Past the remains of lots of mimics, and it's a good old time. I don't want to assume, or rather, I don't want to railroad you guys, so I will let you know that essentially... I mean, the dwarfs, Delalgrim said that it was just a storage room, but the two things left that you haven't really fully investigated, I suppose, would be that waterlogged door that was on the other side of the roper fight, and I guess the bagpipes, too, were kind of left up in the air as well. Don't have to do either one of them, but I also don't want to uh, just assume that you walk past and don't fuck with either one of those things. Do you want to go back and fuck with either one of those things? <laughs> Lenara wants to leave the bagpipes as a show of respect and a little extra layer of protection. Uh, what fine. Does, what fine. Does, <laughs> what does Tess want to do over? <laughs> or what does Colin want to do? <sighs> I mean, Colin wants to... It, it sparkles and shimmers and shines. <laughs> and it plays music. <laughs> I must have it for my collection. Um, I guess Tess wouldn't want to have the noisemakers around. But it just seemed so powerful. Was it, Were the bagpipes powerful or was the ghost? I don't know, but I want to find out. <laughs> he saluted you. Fine. Yeah, well, we can leave the bagpipes. I Besides. guess. Besides, the pedestal's too heavy to move. <laughs> Impossible. <laughs> For no reason other than it's dwarven engineering. Mm. And you had two dwarves tolerate you. I think that is a victory unto itself. You know, I'll take it. Yeah. <sighs> Do we want to go into the waterlogged room? Yeah, we'd love to. Completionist in me says yes. I mean, yeah, I, I, I just... Is, is that one of the... <laughs> We came in here for diamonds. Can we please leave yeah. with the goddamn diamonds? Is, yeah. that, is that the ghost of Steve? <laughs> I didn't hear anything. Oh. <laughs> I thought one of you guys said something. Oh, yeah. No, I... Sorry, I blacked out for two seconds. I must have said, yeah, we'd love to. Um, oh, was it you? Yeah, yeah sorry. it was I'm just. Me. I'm looking up these dragon CR ratings over here. I'm distracted. How how large is this door again? Like dragon size? Which door? The the door to the like the waterlogged door? Oh, it's like young dragon size. Oh, and it's waterlogged, so when he breathes fire on it, it doesn't burn. It smart. Hmm. Tactics. That's it. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to open the door once. Okay. I'm gonna try to open the door once. All right. I guess we're doing this. I'll be thirty feet behind. Thirty feet behind. Lucifer, where are you? 30 feet behind. <laughs> uh, 30 feet behind. Okay. Just Tess. Fun. So, so you good. wade through these, the shallow waters, uh, walk past the many disconnected and severed tendrils of the roper. Yeah. Make your way to this waterlogged door. 
It's pretty jammed. Gonna need a strength check from Tess. <laughs> All righty. Uh, strength or athletics? Just strength? Uh, just flat strength. Cool. That is worse. 14. 14 is just enough. <gasps> oh. It's just enough. Now, if you don't mind giving me a dexterity saving throw <laughs> as gallons and gallons and more gallons of water all come out of this door all at once. Those of you 30 feet away uh, don't have to deal with this, but yeah, suddenly there's like a dam has been opened in front of Tess. And Who could have seen this coming? <laughs> 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 I'm, I was sure it was going to be completely fine. Uh, shit. Uh, why am I saying shit? Of course this is what happens. Um, 20. 20? Well, that's no fun. <laughs> you start getting washed away down the tunnel. All kinds of, like, pieces of door, like splinters and all kinds of broken objects from inside come pouring out as well. Just, like, start swimming against the stream. Yeah, you somehow manage to kind of matrix your way out of these objects. Uh, and you're safe. You avoid 2d6 of damage. That's a shame. Uh, and then inside the storage room, you just kind of find a bunch of... It's the waterlogged remains of a storage room. There's, you know, at least a dozen wet and very rusty mining picks lying on the floor. Smashed crates, broken boxes... A couple uh, coils of, like, wet, rotten rope. Delicious. It's a big wet mess in there, yeah, and digging through the remains really doesn't yield much, aside from those useless mining picks. And Any moist underjack cheese? No, I'm afraid not. Then what was the point of any of this? 2d6 of damage, <laughs> hopefully. That was the point from my perspective. There you but... go. Yeah, no, Tess just, like... <laughs> stands up completely soaking and just like looks back and is like see it was fine I don't, why were you why are you back there gosh because we don't practice our classes by sitting in a waterfall all the time uh, it was very reminiscent <laughs> <sighs> all right um well that uh she like looks next to her head where there's like a jagged shard of door just embedded directly beside her ear. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yes. Like half an inch away from you. She's like, it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Well, um, I guess my curiosity has been satiated. There we go. The completionists in us uh, hopefully satiated. Mm-hmm. All right, do we have any mining picks? Let's dig through to see where the water came from. No. <laughs> no. All right, Spuma Vitae. Spuma Vitae, is it? So back towards the entrance with uh, with the idea being to make your way back towards Martira Bay and make a quick stop at the Weaver's Guild Farms to pick up some Spuma Vitae from the swamps that are behind those farms. Yes. Hopefully. And so, yeah, after many days and what above the table, it's been many months, you guys start to walk away and say goodbye finally to the Bottleborn Mining Company to see what lies ahead. Speaking of heads, um, that Dampier body... <laughs> Um, uh, that we left, yeah. uh, that we beheaded, but didn't do much anything else with. Is that body still there? Uh, if I remember right, like Tess did everything. I think like the intention certainly was like Tess dealt with those bodies. Okay. Oh, I don't yeah. remember exactly what the details were. I'm pretty sure beheading was one of them, but mm -hmm. my understanding was the intention was complete destruction. Oh yeah. Like I, I, my goal was to make them look almost exactly like that ogre in the, in the break room. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think I could decimate them that much, but that was the attempt. Put one under the other. Man, oh, <laughs> really puts a man. new, uh Really puts a new term for break room, eh? <laughs> no, I just, like, tied their entrails together, so hopefully if they regenerated, they would be, like, some weird Cronenberg monstrosity. <laughs> <laughs> I really did not expect 
to be in that mine for as long as we were. How much diamond did you guys come out with in the very end? Do you, do you know? Uh, 1650. Really? Oh, that's just the last day. Yeah, because there was the 500 gold diamond. Then oh, we yeah. got... Then 1,000. 1,000. There's 300 in uh, the scepter. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. A uh, couple of other ones on... Yeah, in people's uh, pockets. We Fine. got a twenty-five and a fifty diamond from the other mining areas. Um, twenty-five pocketed a fifty diamond. Uh, Slash has got that diamond dust that was on the table, which was worth twenty-five. Oh, all kinds. So it sounds yeah. like, like in in the range of two thousand gold, maybe, maybe a yeah. little more, a little less, but it somewhere was. in there. Yeah, that's a lot. You guys got a lot of diamond out of this. You Great. came here for for what it, with. The intent of basically leaving with at least enough to do greater resto like three, four times. So you could at least like heal the Dominia effects and heal Van Richten, of course. But now there's all kinds of other effects that need healing and all kinds of stuff going on now. But at least you have a whole bunch of diamond. Honestly, we'll probably like maybe break even at the end of all of this. Got to spend diamonds to make diamonds, baby. That's it. Also depends on how many greater restos Van Richten needs. He might need more than one. Maybe so. Maybe so. And there's still a long ways to go. You don't know when the next time you'll be able to get your hands on diamonds is. So who knows? This might have to last you till the end of this whole thing. Who knows? Oh, dear. But you guys say goodbye to the Bottleborn Mining Company, and you make your way back towards Martira Bay. Quick stop by the Weaver's Guild Farms that really are not that far from here. They're just on the other side of the road, no more than maybe an hour's walk from uh, the entrance to the mine. You pass by that intersection that we've seen a few times now where the shroud had moved in much closer a few nights ago where you can still see merlin's footprints fairly fresh in the dirt running towards those mists and you eventually make your way down the raining road far enough that you can see these farms they look to be separated by about a thousand feet each so every thousand feet or so there's there's a lone farmhouse off in the distance with a barn stables next to it long pathways like driveways leading to each farmhouse and surrounding the farmhouses are fields of wheat and hemp and of course even further in the distance Behind those farmhouses, you can see those swamplands thick with vegetation and hopefully filled with spuma vitae. So I guess the question I have to ask you guys now is, do you go check out any of the farmhouses? Farmhouses, again, there's four total, four total uh, farmhouses, about a thousand feet apart. So the farmlands here... They stretch out for the better part of a mile. Like, there's quite a lot of farmland. Do you go check any of those out, or do you give them a wide berth and run straight for the swamps? What What is the plan at this point in time? What do we think? Do we want to try to, like, solid snake our way through the uh, through the hemp fields? Or maybe we could... Track like, down Voth Stone's note? Yeah, we could even like offer our services as mercenaries in case, like, I mean, we ran into a giant toad that tries to eat people. So maybe we could be like, oh, hey, are you worried about the swamp creatures? We could go and for a small fee, remove some of them from the uh, edges of your of your farmland. I don't know. That's probably uh, yeah, putting ca- too many spoons in coming up to the door and knock knock hi there we're selling some mercenary services today we're, we're also to stinking rich now we could probably just pay for passage to be like hey we need to get to your swamps here's some gold let us get some pond scum <laughs> this is like a hell of a good deal <laughs> here's 7300 copper <laughs> i feel like it would be prudent to, to at least check out the farmhouses if it is private property last thing we need is for somebody to be freaking out you yeah. definitely know that, yeah, they're definitely owned by the Weaver's Guild. 
the actual Weavers Guild, just as a reminder, it's been a, it's been a hot minute since we've been in Martira Bay, but the actual Weavers Guild is in Martira Bay. These are just the farms they own. Uh, Voth Stone Snout being the name of the, the leader of the Weavers Guild. So he might not necessarily just be at one of the random farms. Could very well be in Martira Bay. That's kind of the, the assumption that you're working under, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm just saying is like, if we do the whole sneaky thing and then get found out, well, what's going to happen to us with the guild? But at least if we're upfront about it, they're like, hey, look, we just want this. Maybe they'll let us go. And if not, I'm sure we can pay our way through because we have enough coin. So would it be worth trying to talk our way through and then bribe if that doesn't work? That's kind of the idea I, I'm hoping. All right. I mean, unless there's any other options here i mean i'm sure we can persuade a couple of farm hands like i mean how how precious is this spuma to them right well they might want their anti-aging cream or monstrosity creating cream that does sound pretty good right now (laughs) (laughs) you could definitely use exfoliation there lustra touching touching the bags under my eyes (laughs) monsters in rough shape like he they're I feel like the next stage of Dragonborn oxidization is just like there's like random white smears through some of your from some of your scales, so it looks like you've been pooped on a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I imagine my horns are starting to flake a bit. <laughs> oh no, oh. horn dandruff—that's the worst. Ugh. Yeah, they're just drying the hell out and just uh, yeah, they're cracking a bit. Yeah, it's awful. Ah. Muddle under my fucking bottle breaker, fucking. <laughs> I, I say we approach the farmhouse and talk it out and or bribe it out. Let's offer them a sword. <laughs> <laughs> but I recommend I don't do the talking because, to be frank, I just don't have the patience. So <laughs> let's uh, do what we did last time. Uh, Slash, why don't you try and snake charm them and then when. Whatever you're trying doesn't work. I'll be honest like I was with the dwarves. I will try honesty for the first time here. Tess would like to um, just subtly reach for another piece of Lenara's parchment, write down (laughs) another five, and hand it to you. (laughs) (laughs) What's the scale out of again? Yes. Slash just just doesn't even change his posture, just, you know, turns like 90 degrees, still staring at the paper and just starts walking towards the farmhouse. (laughs) (laughs) Towards the farmhouse. The scale is in your heart. The farmhouses are each about 20 feet wide, 25 feet long. They're single-story houses with a little chimney poking out of the slanted roof. There's a simple wooden door in front of the farmhouse, a single window right next to the door. The window of this farmhouse you're approaching, though, is smashed, you notice, now that you're a little closer. There's a bunch of broken glass and the grass outside. The barn that isn't too far is about 25 feet by 25 feet. The barn is also single-story. It has this weather-worn wooden roof. Doesn't have that stereotypical giant barn door thing going on. It's instead just a simple wooden door, just like the one on the farmhouse. And attached to the barn is like a fenced-in holding pen for for animals. You can see the signs of uh, of cows. You can tell they would have housed cows, but you see no cows. We don't hear any cows. No cows in sight. What? There's also a well, if you guys feel like looking down a well, which is always a good time in D&D. What do you do? Well, well, well. <sighs> All right, Wellses, you're up. <laughs> Slash first wants to take a peek through the broken window while he's waving the other three on hurriedly. Absolutely. You approach, peek through the smash window, 
inside the farmhouse, you see a mess. At one point, it would have been a pretty humble little home, a little fireplace, a single cabinet on the wall, a bed, a table, a little cooking area. But all of it is smashed and tossed around. And there's a dead body on the floor that is surrounded by dried up blood. And now that you're this close to the farmhouse, you hear a noise coming from the barn. You hear, it sounds like something is maybe even like digging through dirt, maybe? You hear very odd noises, noises you've never heard before. You just hear like, and you hear loud, very loud sneeze come from the barn. Guys, I want to look at it. Can we, can we go? Can we go poke it? We sure can, but we're gonna do it next week. No, oh, no. Justin, you can't tease me like this. Oh.